Hey everyone, welcome to the Leadership Locker. My name is Rich Cardona and on this podcast, we dig through the lessons of today's most exceptional leaders to help you break through your barriers. If you're trying to progress your career, if you are trying to accelerate your entrepreneurial journey, which I know you all are, if you're looking to have a smoother transition out of the military because it is incredibly difficult, then you're in the right place. My guests and I are going to give you the tools and the resources to accelerate your curve, help you surge and just crush it. So here we go. Hello, everyone. It's Rich Leadership Locker. This is actually my first Zoom podcast. The first couple have been live and I'm pulling the audio from them. So this is exciting because although I've wanted to meet my guest, I just have to wait. So we were able to you know, at least book this and she's going to hook you up and we're going to talk about a couple things. But first, you need to know who she is. And I'm going to let her introduce herself really quick. So Heather, please tell us about you. Thanks, Rich. I'm so excited to be here on this podcast and to bring just as much value as I can to your audience. So I'm really excited for this interview and what this is going to look like. But my name's Heather Torres, and I am the COO at Think Media, which is one of the fastest growing online video education companies to date. And we do a host of different things. We teach people how to get their message out through YouTube. And along that lines, we actually, our bigger message is to help families have financial freedom. So it's really important to us to be in this new era of entrepreneurship. You know, you don't have to go to an office every day. You can really harness the power of the internet and be able to get your message out online and reach millions of people, just like you're doing here on the podcast. And (laughs) and as we're video recording, uh, we really want to help entrepreneurs get that message out. And, you know, my background really started as I went to college for marketing and true and true entrepreneur, you know, I always had a side thing happening or, you know, I was always just kind of dabbling and understanding business. And as I was in college, I realized that what I was learning from my professors wasn't actually happening in the real world. This is when the internet started to like really take off, you know, date myself back in the early (laughs) 2000s. And with that, I dropped out of school. I used the rest of my tuition money and invested in people who were making a difference online. So they had online courses and I decided to develop my own curriculum to learn how to be effective in this new economy. And so from that, I learned how to develop online courses and education programs, how to market to people here on the internet through social media, and through that, through digital advertising as Facebook ads first came out, now Instagram ads. So really understanding the different levels of how you could be effective as an online marketer. And then about four years ago, I reached out because video was the piece that I had not cracked yet. I didn't know how to do video yet. And so I took my expertise. I reached out to a video expert named Sean Cannell and I said, Hey, I know how to develop a back end to your business. I'd love to learn video. And at that time he was, um, he was full-time on YouTube with less than 20,000 subscribers. He was full-time and he had actually just lost all of his freelance clients. So he was making money online, but he hadn't figured out how to allow his time to work for him. And so we met up, we had a really great conversation and he said, I love everything you're saying. I kind of presented a business model to him and he said, yes, you know, we've studied the same people. You've got the same mindset, but I can't pay you. And, you know, this is one tip I give to so many entrepreneurs. 
I said yes, knowing I wasn't going to get paid. I said yes, knowing that my vision was bigger and that if I could partner with someone who I knew was doing what I wanted to do, that there was going to be an end goal that we could get to financially. And so we partnered in that business, which is now Think Media. And from there, you know, now we're impacting millions of people. We have thousands of students from around the world and uh, we now do um, in-person and online events. And so that's kind of the gist of what I do. I'm also a homeschool mom of three kiddos and uh, I'm really involved in ministry as well. So my life is pretty packed and I love it. Yeah. So complete full disclosure, I am a student of one of Think Media's courses and it has helped me in so many different ways, but it's not necessarily, and that's not why I asked Heather on. I asked Heather on because the way you deliver information, the enthusiasm you do it with, the charisma you always have, I I feel like you're always caffeinated, you're always smiling. And I know you guys have seen it a million times, but I've written like the value that comes across is so incredible. And I like to give value back. And this is one of the ways. But I wanted to also use your expertise to give back to the veteran entrepreneur community. And like you said, you're a through and through entrepreneur. But if we rewound to the last three or four minutes of everything that you said, you sound and seem very, very busy. And one course that is not necessarily related to video itself that really caught my attention was your productivity course. We as entrepreneurs could go into so many different rabbit holes and you know, everything's a priority, right? Everything's a priority. I got to get my business license. I got to make this video. I got to check on LinkedIn. I got to network. I got to follow up on this call. I got to eat today, all these different things. And then you throw homeschooling into the mix with three children. How are you able to be so productive and, and I mean, consistently productive and at the same point, not just activity, action that actually brings value to other people? Mm, Great question. You know, I think this has been an evolution. I would not say that I started as someone that understood time management, but Mm -hmm. being forced into knowing that my heart was to be in business and knowing that in order to affect people, I needed to first change myself was one of the biggest needle movers that I had. And so one of the things that I really had to decide was how I wanted to structure my time. You know, you hear like time is money. Well, I don't think that way. Mm -hmm. Time is precious. And when I've got three little babies and I only have 18 summers with them, that's how I look at my life. (laughs) I know that when I look at the longevity of what I want to do with my career, that actually it's not to be crazy busy right now. It's to really impact the leadership that I want in my family. And so Mm -hmm. some of the things that I've implemented is I am a very big calendar blocker. I run my life off of a calendar and that's really interesting. I'll, I'll mentor a lot of entrepreneurs and I'll ask them to see their calendar and they're like, calendar, you mean the one I never use? Yes, that one. That's the one I want to see because when you know what you're doing with your time, I like to look at what are called IPAs, income producing activities. Mm -hmm. We can spend a lot of times doing a lot of different things, but how I look at it is if it's not an income producing activity, I do not want to waste my time on that first. Mm -hmm. I would like to make income and hire a team to help me with the other things. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at my life right now and what I've been able to accomplish over this last decade, first things first is I prioritized being a mother first. And so I didn't jump into business full time. I always had a side thing happening. I had little ones at home and I wasn't able to necessarily do what I'm doing today, but I was always studying. So when I think about time management, I thought, okay, I'm going 
going to set aside time where I have to be the one that's learning. So I set aside learning time that happens every single day Mm -hmm. because I knew that there was going to be a time when my kids got a little bit older where I'd have a little bit more freedom to jump into that. Sure. So going back to that first thing is calendar blocking. Okay. Do I do what I do? I calendar block everything, which means my attention is focused on income producing activities in different calendar segments. So an income producing activity could also in the family time be sitting down and playing a game with my kids. Mm -hmm. Like that is to me, that is income into the relationship bid, you know, like that's into that bank. Right. So I kind of categorize everything I do. I only operate out of four or five bins. So does it matter? Is it in the family bin? Is it in the team bin? Is it in my community bin? Is it in my customers? So Those are really big things. And when I look at my calendar every single week, I block out from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, what am I actually doing? Mm -hmm. Because we waste so much time during the day if we're not focused on the right things. And this was an evolution. This wasn't something where I was able to just jump up and be able to do. I first started saying, okay, if I wanted to make $1,000, what would I actually have to do to make a thousand dollars? Well, I probably need to have an offer. So in my calendar block, I would block out. When am I going to craft the offer? What am I going to be offering? Like I would break down each step and I block that in my calendar. Mm -hmm. And so now running a team that operates around the country, having thousands of students still homeschooling my kids, my husband and I have really been able to work our calendars to maximize the time that we're spending with our family, the time we're spending in our business, the time we're sleeping, because that's really important, yes. right? I don't, I don't neglect sleep. That's a high uh, priority for me. And then the time we're spending in ministry and in our community and serving others. So those are kind of the things that I do. Mm-hmm. And I put a lot of effort and a lot of focus into calendar blocking. And I challenge everyone to grab a calendar, whether it's digital or if it's a written calendar and write out one, what are the IPAs? What are the income producing activities that you want to do, whether in your relationship bank or in your actual bank, right? Mm -hmm. And then from there, write out, when are you going to do that? And then commit to yourself. I think it's so easy for us to be non-committal to ourselves, but commit to everyone else's agendas. And if you turn that around and you commit to your own agenda first, the things you know are going to make an impact in your life and your family's life, then that's actually going to move the needle. And then other things start to fall in place after that. So I want to ask you right away, and I love all that and the kind of philosophy of having different banks. Well, it seems like you have five different areas that require your attention and everything else may fall into this area that is just not necessarily valuable to your time. But Mm -hmm. what about the people out there who are like, I can't live off a calendar. Like, I don't want to live off a calendar. I don't want to be a slave to my calendar. Like, I want to be able to go out and get wings and go watch Thursday night football and watch the preseason. Baker Mayfield's on tonight. What about the people that are, are reluctant to do so? What would you have to say to that? Yeah. You know, I think that one thing I would say is what is the impact you want to have on the world? When you know that we are only here for a limited time, like we are only here for a limited amount of time. Yeah. Are you trying to <laughs> exactly one life? I love that right behind you. I lost someone very close to me and she was young. Mm. And I looked at that and I thought, whoa, what if I only had another year here on earth? What would I want that impact to be? Would I be okay not binging the office on Netflix? Yeah, I think I'd be okay with that. And so when you really start to think, what is the impact you want to have on your family? What's the impact you want to have on your life? Yes, there is time and space to be able to have opportunities to go out with friends and to do those type of things. But Understanding, is that an excuse for you not saying yes to your dreams? 
Or is it actually just where you want to live? It's okay if you want to live at an average life. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But if what you're saying and your actions are not matching, that's where you have a problem. So if you say, I want to make massive impact. I want to make a ton of money. I want to, you know, whatever it is for you, whatever that thing is, but then you are going out on Thursday and you're on a bowling league and you're binging Netflix and (laughs) right. Like those two things can't align. So you have to know self-awareness. What are you trying to bring to the world? If your goal is to be the best dad possible, well then show up and be the best dad possible. If your goal is to, you know, start a nonprofit and be, you know, the head of an organization, well, that's going to take different commitment and time than one or the other. And so for me, I say no more than I say yes. And I do not think that no is a selfish word. Actually, I think it is a self-giving word. Yes. I say no to so many people's agenda because I know what I want to achieve in this life. And if I only had one year left, I'm going to live it to the max and Mm. I'm going to do all the things I can do to live a legacy for my kids and for my family. I would like to ask you, since you've laid out that IPAs, uh, and it's so funny, I used to live in San Diego, so IPAs to me means... (laughs) I love IPA beer too. (laughs) So IPAs are clearly very important, but what are non-IPAs that we overlook that we may... And I'm not talking Netflix. I'm not talking going out with friends. What are some of the most common non-IPAs that you see that we may get confused about? That we may get confused about and are just like, okay, like I didn't know that I was wasting time doing that. Wow. That's a really good thing. I would say a couple things. When you're going to start a business... So you're talking veteran entrepreneurs. Mm. When you're going to start that business... First understanding, like it's not about having a business card. It's not about having the website set up. Like a lot of times we think that's what needs to happen first when you start a business, but actually like get your first client, like help someone for free and start getting and gaining experience and start doing skills and things like that so that you're able to like before it's a business, it's a hobby. And so we do waste a lot of time on things like I need to make sure all my social media is set up. I need to be posting on social media. No, don't post on social media until you have something happening. Like that becomes a waste of time. It's a, it is a great tool to promote business when you have a business. And so I think a lot of times we waste time on that. Another thing that we don't actually count as an IPA that is critically important for entrepreneurs is our health. Yes. We neglect our health early on because we want to crush the Red Bulls and, and not sleep at all and not have a good, healthy diet. Listen. If you are not healthy for you first, how can you serve the people in the world you want to serve? How can you be there for your family in the ways you want to in the next 10, 20, 30 years? Your health matters so much. So that IPA for me is critical every single day. That's sleep, that's nutrition, that's exercise, that's doing things that are providing self-care and things that are bring me joy, like hiking and reading and doing those things. Those are not wasted activities. Those are actually things that are going to keep you going for the long haul. Yeah. And I think if you if you are someone as talented as you, you will ultimately master the fact that you could be on social media while you're taking care of your health because you're a runner and you post while you run and it makes me laugh every time. So I want to get back to the calendar blocking. So you have your five kind of, what would you call them? I call them buckets. buckets. Yeah, five these are my five buckets of life. Yeah. Okay. Now, if my bucket is let's just assume that people love their family. So family's going to end up in one of them and maybe their community as well. But let's talk about the business. 
if you could break down the business bucket into other buckets, what do you think that would look like? And how do you think people should block off their time, whether it is networking, whether it is posting, whether it is business development, like you said, like maybe just seeking out clients, like, hey, I'll work for free. What do you think, not ratios per se, but are ways they could block that time off? One of the things that I do that my mentor, Brendan Burchard, taught me is done by one. So when I look at my calendar and I'm looking at what is in my work block, what is critical that I get done by one? Is it making 20 more sales calls? Is it crafting the offer? Is it getting a new YouTube ad set up? Is it posting on Instagram for the next week? Because I don't do it once a day. I do it once a week so that I'm not on social all the time. You'd be very surprised that most people that are running businesses about social media aren't on social all that much because they batch produce most of their content. And so when I think about what is critical in my work blocks, when I start work, I don't answer emails. I do whatever is the most income producing thing that I can do first with my energy before I go into emails and DMs and Instagram posts and all like the comment section and all of those things. Now we have a team. So before I even answer team, what is it that I first need to get done? So when I look and like break down in my work block, I write out intentionally, what is the thing I have to get done today? If I were to only cross one thing off of that to-do list, what is that one thing? And I don't make it the last thing that I do in the day because raise your hand, that used to be me. I'm like, oh, that's kind of the hard thing. I don't know if I want to do that right now. (laughs) So, right. So now it's the first thing I eat the frog, right? That's what the book eat the frog. Like I eat the frog. I do the hardest thing first and get it out of the way. So when I look at the work block, it's what is the one thing that I need to get done today that only I can do. Then I would go into what are the other activities I must get done by one. Mm -hmm. If my day ended today at 1 p.m. for whatever reason, what would I have to have done? Mm -hmm. And so I I make sure that happens. And then I save all of my admin work till the end of the day, because that way I know that I've pushed my business forward because I'm the only one that can do that. I've pushed my business forward before I jumped to answering other people's problems and agendas. So what if I am crushing my morning, everything's good. I have my week lined up, ready to go. And then I get an email from you and it says, Rich, I just started the Think Media Thought Leader podcast. I'd like for you to be a guest. Can you hop on a call? And I my inclination is to be like, oh yeah, like, uh, you know, so what do you do when you have something exciting kind of pops up and, you know, knowing yourself, it might derail you, but you don't want to miss the opportunity. What do you do in situations like that? So lead generating to me, that falls into the bucket of lead generation. If I'm the one being asked to go on this podcast, like I am here today, I'm not doing anything else. I'm doing this podcast because it's bringing awareness to my business. So in that case, that would be, we call it the hell yes, hell no. So that is a hell yes. Like that's a lead generation thing. Now, if it was you messaging me saying, Hey, Heather, can you check out my latest video? I just want to know if you liked the thumbnail. I would save that to the end of the day because that's an ask, right? That's a taking out of my bucket. And so if it was something that's lead generation and that email popped in and I saw it because I don't actually have my email open all day. I only go in and check it when I'm going to check it. But if I saw that, I would say, oh yeah, that's definitely happening. That's lead generation into my business. So I'm 100% going to do that. I love it. Uh, My last question, and I think I'm going to make this my last question every time for every guest is... 
what would you say in terms of expectation management for those who have decided to take the leap? There's veterans who are starting their businesses while they're still in and they get out and they continue to go or whether they get out and they're like, okay, here we go. I saved up X amount of money. I'm going ham on this. Like, here we go. What would you say about managing expectations? This hits really close to home too. I'm the daughter of a veteran. Actually, both of my parents were in the military. My dad served 25 years in EOD in the Air Force. My brother actually is in the Air Force EOD. So I have a lot of ties to like- I had no idea. This is amazing. Perfect. So I know this lifestyle and I know the rigorousness and I know the dedication that our military members have. And so one of the things I would say to set yourself up for success when you first get out, or if you are starting your business before that, two things. One, I would know what your skill is. What are you going to offer to the market? So a lot of times anyone coming into business from a different career field, they will want to go in and say, I want to help with self-development. Well, that's great, but only if you've actually done that, right? Like what is the actual skill? And I think a lot of times our military service members aren't being equipped with these new skills that are happening on the internet. So I would start learning about podcasting like you're doing, right? I would start learning about making online income. You can do this through FBA, Amazon. You can start a digital advertising agency. You can open a Shopify store and do e-commerce. Like there's so many ways that you can be doing this, but I would start to develop develop those skills because the best way when you get out is to start getting some type of clients or if you're starting a brick and mortar, like start getting the funds that you need for it. Sure. So number one is I would definitely make sure you have whatever the skills are that you need when you get out because you have things like discipline and you understand time management because you had to do that in your career. Mm -hmm. And so I applaud that. And I understand that, that a lot of service members that are coming out, they really actually have so many skills. They actually just don't know what they are yet. So I like start journaling those out. You've been in management, you've done stress management. You've done like, there's so much that our service members have done that can translate into skills. So things like I had someone that helped me that she moved from IT in the military to running her own IT business right out of the military. (laughs) And so it was like those skills just transferred right over. So that's the thing. The second thing is, and this is for all entrepreneurs, but definitely start messy. I think we want it always to be perfect. And so perfect becomes the excuse for not getting started. And so I just encourage you to just step out, like start messy put yourself out there and say, you know, I'm going through a transition right now. I'm really excited for the future. These are some things I'm going to be doing. And then the third thing is get around people who are doing what you want to do, Mm -hmm. because that's where your life was in the military. You are around people that were already doing what you did. You had your own lingo, your own inside language. You know, it's like, it's its own world. When you step out of that and you're now in entrepreneurship, you've got to make those same relationships inside of this new world. So those would be the three things that I would say. And just encouraging you that it's a long road. This isn't something that's going to just happen overnight. And the business could change and shift as you come into entrepreneurship in this new world, understanding all of the things that are possible for you. And just taking those opportunities one step at a time and just knowing that you have value to bring to the world and we just can't wait to get that out of you. I agree. What you're saying resonates with me at a very, very high level. And starting messy is exactly what I did. For those of you who don't know, I I quit a corporate job, high-paying job of the most well-known company on earth. We'll just say that. And I moved into my in-law's basement with my daughter, my wife, and my dog. And I had no idea. I knew I really enjoyed photography. Then I started thinking videos are a little bit cooler. 
And I was messy. I mean, it was not pretty. I was spending money. I wasn't making money. And next thing I know, what you said is the most important. I did not find my tribe outside of the military. But what interested me, and this is the most important thing, is you said, get around people who are doing what you want to do. And that was VidSummit for me. That's when I met Sean and Roberto Blake and Peter McKinnon and, and Pat Flynn. And now I've actively engaged with them in multiple different ways. And I mean, of course, I can't just call anyone up anytime I want, but I'll get tips here and there or I'll end up signing up for a course because I know you guys are legit. My BS meter has never gone off when I've talked to you guys. And I'm just like, okay, if anything, I'm almost like, I don't even know where to begin because there's so much here. But at least I know there's replays. I know the community is strong. And that's one thing I want to say for anyone out there who may not be in a brick and mortar or anything and is looking into the kind of content creation community. The creator community to me has surprised me beyond my wildest dreams because people are so insanely helpful. I think collaboration over competition is one thing I've seen more than anything. But anyway, I really, really applaud everything that you've said. And I know you've already brought value so much to aspiring entrepreneurs that are coming out of service. And uh, the last thing I wanted to ask is, do you have any events coming up that you'd like to talk about or mention? And then where can we find you? If we're interested in making money online and developing multiple income streams, whether it be YouTube or something else, where can we find you so we could seek you out? Yeah, great. Thank you so much. And I just want to applaud you for stepping out and doing this. I know that this is not something that's easy, right? Like all of this stuff, it is hard. And I just want to applaud you and I want to honor you for the service you've given our country and Thank for you. the freedom that you've allowed us to have and the freedom to be able to do this and just the community that you're creating. I know this is going to be a movement. This is something that's very much needed in our veteran community. And so I just want to applaud you as someone who's stepping out to lead that movement. Thank you. For us at Think Media, our mission is to help 10,000 people create financial freedom through the power of online video. And that to us is what we're all about. So you can find us a couple places. You can find us on YouTube where you can just type in Think Media and we have a ton, Endless. hours and hours and hours of free content about how to do everything from choose a camera to get views on YouTube, to make money, to start a business, everything on that. Then beyond that, if you'd like to go deeper, we do offer an entire educational arm. So just like you were saying, you're a part of our video ranking Academy community. And that all starts with just a free masterclass that we have for you. Yep that gives you an introduction to what our online academies look like. And you can find that at thinkmasterclass.com. And then beyond that, we do offer an in-person once a year conference that we do right now here in Las Vegas in September. That's called Grow With Video Live. And we have some exciting announcements. We're partnering with some really great companies for that. And then beyond that, we also do one-on-one -on -one coaching. So if you know that you are like, you know, I just want to go right to the expert. I'm ready to just, you know, really get that one-on-one -on -one service. Those are the different avenues that we offer. But like you said, plugging into the community that you want to be in is massively important. Huge. And I would just say, just like you did in the military, where you had people that were ranking above you that were your mentors, when you step out, find the mentors, find the people that you know, you want to be the people that are resourcing you to help your vision come out. And so those are the ways you can find us online. Also, if you want to just DM me on Instagram, I am always in my DMs on my social media work block time <laughs> where I, um, where I love to interact with people and answer their questions specifically. So those would be the places our heart really is to help you get financially free and to be able to make an impact in the world through video. So that's where you can find us. Great. 
I will link all of that in the show notes. Heather, thank you so much for being my first Zoom guest. I cannot wait to meet you in person at some point and we'll, we'll follow up and maybe I'll have a new subject for you that, I, uh, that I'm going to ask you to help me tackle. But thank you very much for your time and good luck with the conference coming up soon. I wish I could be there, but I can't. And oh, I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, endless, endless thanks. And I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for listening to The Leadership Locker. For more about us, how we can serve you, and for other episodes, please visit richcardonamedia.com backslash podcast. If you liked this episode a lot or a little, please don't forget to subscribe so that way my guests and I can continue to deliver some heat and get you the knowledge that you want. Don't miss an episode. Please join our Facebook group so you get much more exclusive content. Take care.